Welcome to The Dog Show with Julie Forbes. You're listening to Alternative Talk AM 1150. Great show today, as always. Uh, first half of the show, we'll be talking with Sira Royser, who's the founder of a fund within the National Canine Cancer Foundation called Chase Away Canine Cancer. We'll be talking with her in the first half of the show. And in the second half of the show, we will be talking with Donna Kahula with Pets Best Insurance to give us some information about the pet insurance industry and kind of how all that works. Before we get started with our interviews, first want to say hi to Eric, my booth engineer extraordinaire. Hey, good afternoon, Julie. How are you today? Well, as I look out the window, Eric, I reflect on um, how what a nice day it is to take your dog for a walk. Good point. As always, you know, the fall, I think, is probably one of the best times to get out there and get a lot of uh, walking in with your dogs. Agreed. (laughs) Uh, The wet ground actually makes the scent all the more strong for dogs, which, of course, they love, right? Yeah. Yeah. And it's not raining right now here in Seattle, so awesome. Yeah. Always good. That's the nice thing. Even on rainy days, we usually get you know, a few hours, a window of yep. time <laughs> So and take I, advantage. And also uh, some of my favorite walks have been in pouring rain because my dogs don't care if it's raining. So I have to. Do you get them doggy slickers? And, no, just Leia, uh, the dachshund. Yeah, she was wearing her Seahawks, some fleece. This week I posted a picture of it on our Facebook page. She's so cute. Very cute. couple of announcements of events coming up uh, before we talk with Sira with Chase Away Canine Cancer. Uh, the Natural Pet Pantry, one of our partners, is hosting a seminar with Dr. Donna Kelleher, who I will be interviewing next week on the show. She's the author of a book called The Proof is in the Poodle. Dr. Kelleher is an extraordinary holistic veterinarian in the area. She works with the toughest cases and she's incredible, and it's a really, really great opportunity for those in the area or who can travel to the area to have a few hours with her and uh, benefit from that. Saturday, October 19th from 9 to noon, it's going to be held at Seattle Veterinary Specialists, which is in Kirkland. And the subject is how to achieve wellness in your dog or cat, where Dr. Kelleher will present amazing cases, answer questions, and more. It's only $40 call the Natural Pet Pantry to register 206-248-1079 Monday through Friday um, and Saturday from 10 to 4. You can call the Natural Pet Pantry to register for this event. Um, You can also email Randy, R-A-N-D-I, at naturalpetpantry.com to register. I'll post all of that registration and event information on our homepage. So if you're driving or just can't write that down, um, just go to our homepage, dogradioshow.com, and it'll be on the homepage as well. And one more event to announce, uh, the AHELP Project, Animal Hospice, End of Life and Palliative Care Project, which is uh, an organization that I'm on the board of directors for, offers animal caregiver support courses uh, most Wednesdays um, in October, beginning tonight, October 2nd, from 6.30 to 8 p.m., Also at Seattle Veterinary Specialists in Kirkland, Um, the topic tonight, Hospice-Assisted Natural Dying with Lola Ball, who's the author of When Your Dog Has Cancer, Making the Right Decisions for You and Your Dog, Taking Your Questions on the Dying Process Without Euthanasia, um, 
and also talk uh, a veterinarian will be there as well to um, answer some questions too. So that's tonight. And there are other events um, on Wednesdays. You can go to ahelpproject.org for more information. And I will post that information on our homepage as well. So let's start talking with Sira, fundraising um, magician. Uh, Sira is the founder of Chase Away Canine Cancer, which is a fund within the National Canine Cancer Foundation. Sira, welcome to the dog show. Hey, Julie. Thank you very much for having me on. So I met you at the Puget Sound Doc Dogs event at the Bite of Seattle this summer, which was yeah. a blast. And hey, there, here's a plug for you, too. The Puget Sound Doc Dogs are going to be at the uh, Issaquah Salmon Days this weekend. That's right. If you want to go see dogs fly, go uh, check those guys out. It, they're going to have a lot of fun. It is so fun to watch you did the a great dogs. Job announcing too, oh, thank you. I had a blast. And you guys are all so great to work with and the dogs are awesome. So fun. So Issaquah Salmon Days is this weekend and Puget Sound Dock Dogs will be there jumping um both days Saturday and Sunday pretty much all day, right? Yep. Yep. I think so. They start uh I think the first jumps are around 10 or something like that. Cool. And definitely definitely go check them out. It's so much fun. Um, so you are, we, one of the things that they do at their events is raise awareness about Chase Away Canine Cancer, canine cancer in general, and raise money for your fund. But tell us about Chase Away Canine Cancer and how you, how were you inspired to start this very successful fund? Where it started and all that. Yeah. Um, just over seven years ago, in the June of uh, 2006, I was competing with my little girl. And my little girl, it was a dog that I had dreamed about. I trained with her mother and um, wished for two years that when my buddy was going to breed, I would get a puppy. I was lucky enough that uh, Mama Jazz had three baby girls, and I was third in line, so I got a little girl. Nice. Um, first thing I did with her was my goal in life was to make her a master hunter and AKC master hunter. Mm -hmm. And I mean, from the time she came home at six weeks old, we went to training. Uh, and I, in just over three years, we accomplished that goal First, she hit her junior and then her senior and then her master hunter title. Mm -hmm. Um, best of every world. She was just, she was a pleasure. I mean, you know, you, you have that once in a lifetime dog. I mm -hmm. think I'm actually going to be lucky because her great granddaughter is now, so much like her, but uh, my first dog used to beat the living daylights out of me, wanted everything for herself, and <laughs> Chasey just wanted to do everything for me mm. and make me happy and hear me hoot and holler, and, and I always did, and she always put a smile on my face. Mm. So after, you know, field training, we went and we're like, hey, you know, dog dogs, that kind of looks like fun. A uh, local event came to town, and she actually made the finals. She made the top 12 out of 260 dogs or 100 I think it was 160 dogs jumped that weekend and she made the top 12 for the weekend so we made the finals which was really cool on your first um, on your on first her, on, at her event. very first event wow. yep, very first event she she did fantastic and um I think we went to one other event and then she took the rest of the summer off and had a litter of puppies and then the next spring we came back and she just that was uh let's see we started in 04 so 05 she did fantastic. The end of 05, she actually won a national event. She beat uh, a dog that had not been beat on the West Coast. He had won every single event on the West Coast all year long. Wow. And she came out of nowhere. When you, when you jump with a female, the odds are against you. Uh -huh. You know, males, yeah, are, are stronger are stronger most of the time. 
Um, and she came out of nowhere that event and, and, you know, came in first place, which was, I totally didn't expect it. Mm -hmm. Um, the next spring she was jumping fantastic. Every life was good. We had the, we thought we had the tiger by the tail. We were in an event up in Puget Sound. Um, all day Saturday, she won every single competition, every single qualifying heat and her, one of her puppies ran second to her. And then on Sunday, I had been telling her all day Saturday, hey, you know, maybe tomorrow, but not today. You know, come on, you can keep doing this. And then on Sunday, I go, hey, if you want to pass it off to him and he wins, I'd be fine with that. And it ended up to be that way. In his in her very last jump, she jumped 25 feet, and she lost to her son by three inches. Mm. We thought, I mean, we we had, we knew we, had, we could have gotten a world's invite for Doc Dogs, and actually she did. Um, that was the first of June in 06. 25. Two weeks later, the following weekend, she actually was in another event. She won that event with her last jump. The following Friday, I found a lump under her chin. Went to the vet the next day. You know, something's, something's not right. You know, she looked 100% healthy. The vet checked it. Looked at everything. Goes, God, sir, everything looks great. But there's one thing I just don't quite, I don't know what it is. You want to send it in just to make sure? And I was like, absolutely. Mm -hmm. um, that following Monday night, I got the phone call that she had metastasized cancer coming from somewhere. Mm. Um, Tuesday, we, you know, I was right, uh, Tuesday, I was right back at the vet. Um, we did a, you know, a, a check on her. Everything looked good. And we're thinking, okay, maybe she's got, you know, we don't know what she had, but you know, okay, we can fight this. She's a 54 pound little dog of muscle, you know, very small, you know, just compact little lab. Um, went and did the MRI. She had a tumor in her nasal cavity from her canine to her brain. Mm. Um, my, that vet had never seen anything that aggressive that hadn't she had had no discharge or any of those things with nasal carcinoma that you normally would have had mm. um still thinking maybe we caught it and you know we could do a round of chemo and, and lessen the tumor and stuff like that and thinking we had two to four months was kind of the mindset of the vet looking at her um the following tuesday she started to bleed and we couldn't get stop and i put her down on wednesday Ugh. so within um 10 days I went from the highest of highs to uh, yeah, pr pr pretty much have my heart ripped out. Yeah, um, and then I went into a really funky mode because you know the last thing in the world that I had thought that I was going to have to put down my six-year-old girl. Yeah, um, the day after we put her down, I got an invite to the World Championships for Dog Dogs. They were mm -hmm. taking the top eighteen dogs in the country, mm -hmm. and I was like. You know, I'm, as I told you earlier, I'm a bitch. If you knock me down, I'm going to get back up and I'm going to be very, very upset. Yeah. And I was. Um, so I just, I had a friend of mine help me design a t-shirt. We made a t-shirt and I went and I went to the world championships and honored her by that. And I sold t-shirts and, and almost every single handler at the world championships wore her t-shirt. So she was on the dock mm. more than any other dog, which was very, very cool. It was a heck of a tribute. Mm. And, um, but then all of a sudden I had, you know, I had, I had raised over a thousand bucks, you know, cause I wasn't going to give the t-shirts away. And I'm like, well, what am I going to do with this? I didn't do this to make money. Right. I was like, well, what the heck? And, um, so I called my oncologist and said, Hey, this is broke. This is, I shouldn't, you know, I shouldn't be having to put down my six year old dog. And just prior to that, two of my friends had lost dogs to cancer and I had been there for them, but you know, I thought I understood what they were going through, and I can tell you I had no clue until it happened to me. Yeah. Um, so what I did is, you know, after I contacted my vet, she referred me to um, 
a foundation and said, and I called him and said, hey, if I send you money, will you just make sure that you fund only canine cancer studies with it? I know you guys fund other studies and that's all good, but canine cancer kicked my ass and I'm going to kick it. Mm-hmm. Um, and my local doc dog, you know, both Puget Sound and Cascade got on board. Um, every year annually we do a, a club challenge between the two clubs. The first year that we did it, we raised money, and that money went to the, the the winning club's charity of choice. By the time the second year came around, all the money was going to, quote, chase away canine cancer. Mm-hmm. And it's just gone from there. I mean, we have, you know, a friend of mine back east had lost a dog, you know, just, a, you know, a dog dog um, family member back east. They um, had lost a dog to cancer, and they're like, hey, how do we help? And she came up with a donation vest idea. She had one made, my girlfriend of mine, Vivian, who had lost a dog to cancer. She's been making up vests left and right. And at events across the country, we have people doing, you know, they walk the crowd as you saw. And, you know, I had a puppy out there this year and just making money hand over fist. We have raised, over, we just passed three quarters of a mil. We just raised over $750,000. And a lot of it is a dollar at a time, you know. Yeah. Um, there's a police department in Georgia that, that is involved, and they've raised over eight, the Douglasville County, Georgia canine unit, they've raised over, I think almost, they're almost up to $20,000, and that's three years of fundraising, and they do a penny drive. Yeah. Can you imagine? Yeah. $20,000 in change. Wow. Um, but the it's cool amazing. It's amazing. When, pe- when people donate. Um, the neat thing, because we're a fund within the National Canine Cancer Foundation, all the money that we raise goes to fund canine cancer studies. We don't have any overhead because we're just a fund within their within their foundation. Mm-hmm. So it's totally run by volunteers. I got people contacting me every day of the week that want to do something. So yeah. they'll come up with an idea, you know, be it a dog walk, be it a dog wash, be it, you know, anything and everything. We've come up with great ideas. People that, hey, sir, I'm doing a... I'm doing a um, yard sale this weekend, and all the dog toys that we sell was going to you. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Um, so that's really cool. Yeah. And we've, we've funded 18 canine cancer studies to date. Wow. Well, let's take a quick break, and then when we come back, we'll talk a little bit more about what types of studies that you funded and how people can get involved. Because unfortunately, um, one thing that I learned when I was uh, the announcer for the Doc Dogs event, which is where we met, uh-huh. were some of the cancer statistics that um, are not that uh, good. No, they're not good. So we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll be talking more with Sarah Royser, who's the founder of Chase Away Canine Cancer. You're listening to The Dog Show with Julie Forbes. All he asks from me is the food to give him strength. All he ever needs is love, and that he knows he'll get, so I love Natural Pet Pantry is Seattle's original source for wholesome dog and cat meals, offering eight different proteins to accommodate your pet's dietary needs. Made locally using all U.S. sourced ingredients, their freshly ground stews, raw or cooked, can be purchased from their Burien shop, most independent pet supply stores, or delivered right to your home. Natural Pet Pantry will even work with your vet to custom blend a prescription diet for your pet's unique needs. Go to naturalpetpantry.com for more information. Natural Pet Pantry. It just makes sense. 
This is Martha Norwalk. Every Sunday morning, beginning at 9 a.m., we cover the world of animals. This week, October 6th, join me for a live remote broadcast at Jones & Company Pets in Marysville. It's their annual blowout sale with free espresso, popcorn, cotton candy, raffle, and buy one, get one half off on all pet food. I'll answer your questions, plus Dr. Nels Rasmussen will be there doing best treatments on your animal friends, so bring them along. The doors open at 10 a.m. Martha Norwalk's Animal World, Sunday morning, 9 a.m. to noon, right here on Alternative Talk, a.m. 1150. Conversations Live with Vicki St. Clair discusses issues that are important to you, like good health and well-being, finding a new job and building your business, overcoming life's big challenges and making sense out of chaos, and living with passion and joy. Join us Mondays at noon Pacific for Conversations Live with Vicki St. Clair. See conversationslive.net for show schedule and guest information. When your dog or cat is sick, you go to the vet. But sometimes they need more advanced care with a veterinary specialist. Hi, I'm Dr. Beth Davidow with Animal Critical Care and Emergency Services. Veterinary specialists receive more than 10,000 hours of extra training in dedicated fields like radiology, surgery, cardiology, oncology, and more. If your pet is facing a complicated health issue, it may be best to see a specialist. Talk to your veterinarian about the appropriate time for referral. To learn more about access and our specialists, visit criticalcarevets.com. Good news, Belgium. We're streamed worldwide at 1150kknw.com. Alternative Talk, 1150 a.m. I don't need no cold water to make me realize that I love my dog. As much as I love you, for you make a fame, my dog will always come through. Welcome back to The Dog Show with Julie Forbes. And we are back with Sierra Royser, who's the founder of Chase Away Canine Cancer, which is a fund within the National Canine Cancer Foundation. Sierra and Chase Away Canine Cancer and people all over the country have raised... It's an incredible amount, Sierra. Seven hundred over seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars. It you know it absolutely floors me at times to think mm. of how it's how it's all come about and how it's worked. Yeah, one but. of the things that I um, just one of the first in our first conversation when we met at the Puget Sound Doc Dogs event this summer was. Um, when you said, and you mentioned it in the first segment, you were like, listen, I'm a bitch. <laughs> and yep. you're like, don't mess with me and don't mess with my dog, especially. You can mess with me, just don't mess with my dog. Yeah. And you're not kidding. I mean, you're like, okay, so the the thing that messed with me is cancer, canine cancer. And so I'm going to go and raise three quarters of a million dollars. So there. Yep. Yeah. Uh, my mom died at the age of 26. Mm-hmm. I didn't really, I never really knew her. Mm-hmm. It's been, cancer's been kicking my ass my whole life. Yeah. So it's time for me to kick its ass. Yeah, so one of the statistics that's just staggering is one in three dogs will be affected by canine cancer in their life. And I think a lot of people listening, um, including myself, I mean, my boy Chewy, who I lost uh, four years ago, um, and, you you know, I it, I had to do this, you know, did the show through that process. And uh, the show that I did, the the couple shows I did after he died to cancer, uh, you can hear it. He can hear the weight in my voice of just oh, yeah. how brutal it is, and um, yeah, it's unfortunate. Every time, every time you turn around, some you've got someone who's knows uh, who's had a pet who they who they've lost to cancer. So I think it touches a lot of people, and it and it also 
inspires a lot of people to do something to 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 feel like there is something to do about it to turn it yeah. into something. The and, outpouring of love that that you know Chase Away has gotten from everybody is is absolutely you know it's yeah. amazing. Yeah. And it and it's and it's you know it's yes it's Chase Away Canine Cancer but it's also you know we're fighting for your dog we're fighting for every single dog that's lost their life. Yeah. And I mean and we're fighting for every single dog that is still with us. Mm-hmm. I hope that you know I've got three dogs at home. You know, the, the odds are estimated one in three dogs will develop cancer. Yeah. You know, 50% of dogs over the age of, of 10 are going to die of cancer. Yeah. Um, I'm looking at my, you know, Chasey's daughter is now nine, and I keep going, you're going to make 10, you're going to make 11, you're going to make 12. Yeah. You know, I mean, I partied like like a rock star when she hit seven because her yeah. mother never made seven. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, so no, you, you have... You take everything as, as every day is special, a whole lot more special now after losing a dog like a dog yeah. I lost. Mm-hmm. Don't take it for granted. Nope. Now you have a campaign. Uh, one of your phrases is check your dog, check your dog, check your dog. Yep. So now, what do you mean? When you, first, you know, when you first go into your vet, a lot of people aren't really paying attention. But when you first walk into your vet, your vet will do a nose to tail examination of your dog. Mm-hmm. They will look in their ears. They'll look in their and they look. You know, they'll look all over. They will feel them all over the place. It's not a petting situation. It's you know we we've got uh, we've got little um, uh, flyers that will show you where the lymph glands are on your dog. Mm. You know, because there's a lot of lymphoma out there. There's a lot of different things. A lot of people, oh, okay, well, I pet my dog and everything's all fine. I can't tell you how many dogs in the last few years that I've had that I've, you know, found of that um, have tumors in their mouth. Mm. Who looks in their dog's mouth? Yeah. Mm, I usually don't. That's where the teeth are at. Yeah. You know? Um, but if once a month we ask everybody to spend 10 to 15 minutes and completely give them a nose-to-tail examination. Elsie May had a little funny little growth um, outside of her anal gland. Had I not caught that early, mind you, it wasn't cancer. But if I didn't catch it when I did, oh, my God, I did the bad thing of looking it up on the Internet. Oh, that could have been really bad. Yeah. You know, but if you every single month, and we ask people to do it on the 14th because that's the day that Chasey was born, um, do a nose-to-tail examination. You know, we post it up on our on our Facebook page, and if you can, you know, tell your you know fans to go out and, and, you know, like our Facebook page, and, and you'll see posts, and you'll see people that need help and support. Um, but definitely on the 14th of every month, we ask everybody to share, check your dog, check your dog, check your dog. Mm-hmm. You know, I've actually had to redo and type out the check your dog item um, for the Netherlands mm-hmm. because they've got a program over there like that, too. And they called us, and, you know, they got a hold of us and said, hey, can we do that over here, too? And I'm yeah. like, heck, yeah. So, I mean, how cool is that, that Chasey's in the Netherlands? For yeah, sake. nice. It's like, whoa. Yeah. That's well, you've got, um, you know, people can really easily get involved, and, you know, anywhere, as uh-huh. you're saying, in the world. But you've got chase walks going on, you said, in South Carolina. In, There's one going in, on in South Carolina this weekend. There's a run going on in Vermont. And these are all just people that have contacted me and said, hey, we want to get involved. Yeah. And they'll do it through their club or they'll do it. I mean, you know, there's one lady, she lost a dog named Chase. Mm. Um, and I met her through a friend that lived in Washington that I met at a dog walk. She sends information to her friend in Pennsylvania. And the first year she did an event over there, she raised 26000 bucks. Nice. You know, yeah. but she was the same thing. She had just lost her dog. It was mm-hmm. her heart dog. Mm-hmm. And she was like, I got to do something. Yeah. And it was good because it gave her focus. And that's a, a lot of people do that. They want to, you know, 
give some honor to their to their lost loved ones, mm-hmm. and you know they'll do fundraisers in on of Sierra, um, Kayla. Uh, we've we've done tons of them like that, yeah. and it, it helps people get over their. You know, you're never going to get over it. It helps you kind of get through it. Yeah. Well, the website is Chase Away Canine, and that's um, the letter K and the number nine cancer dot org. I'll post a link to it on our homepage, which is dogradioshow.com. So if you can't write that down, just go to our homepage, Chase Away Canine, um, the letter K, number nine, cancer.org. And uh, they're also on Facebook, so you can find them on Facebook as well. Um, you can go to their website. You can make a donation right from their website. You can order uh, merchandise, Chase Away Canine Cancer T-shirts, all that good stuff from their website as well. And you can find out... Um, you know, how you can get even more involved if you want to host a dog walk wherever you are or run. Yep, or my email's on there. They can get a hold of me through there. Yep. And I'll tell you right now, if you go to our Facebook page, you're going to want to order truffles. We have people that have donated all the makings, and this will be our second truffle drive. Um, these are the best truffles you will ever eat, Ooh. bar none over some of the most professional ones you've ever had. Wow. Um, I've got an awesome group of volunteers, and last year we raised over 3000 bucks, and I can nice. tell you, Oh, man, that's a really fun thing to do. <laughs> cool. <laughs> well, um, thank you for your time today. And thank you, Julie. I appreciate it. For all you do and all that you have done, you've raised over three-quarters of a million dollars through Chase Away Canine Cancer. And funded 18 studies with more to come. Yeah, awesome. And there's that information. Um, that information is on the website as well, chaseawaycaninecancer.org. Yep. Yep. And I look forward to seeing you around, especially at the uh, future Doc Dogs events. You got it, Julie. Have a great day. Thank you. All right. You you too. Thanks. So we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to talk with Donna Kahula. I'm going to clarify that pronunciation. She's with Pets Best Insurance. And we're going to be talking about pet insurance and the benefits and differences between different companies. We'll be back in just a few minutes. Thanks for listening to The Dog Show with Julie Forbes. Do you have an injury, old or new, that won't heal? Are you fighting a cold or illness you can't kick? Do you feel like you've tried everything and are still struggling to find wellness and balance in your physical health? Have you been unimpressed with acupuncture in the past? For over a decade, Robert Meduzia has been making a difference for people who thought they had exhausted their options. Don't settle for pain and illness. Call 425-828-6190. That's 425-828-6190. Again, 425-828-6190. The Acupuncture and Sports Clinic of Kirkland. Heal faster, play longer. Hi, I'm Martha Childress with the Natural Choice Network. Join us every Tuesday at 12.30 p.m. right here on Alternative Talk 1150. Each week, we invite leaders from our sustainable community to share their unique visions and valuable insights. You'll learn great tools to make your life greener, healthier, and more sustainable for generations to come. Thank you for making the natural choice. That's the Natural Choice Network every Tuesday at 12.30 p.m. Please join us. 
Hi, I'm Pat Pauly. Tune into my show, Get Active, each Tuesday at 12 noon on Alternative Talk 1150. Each week, we invite a guest to talk about one of the wonderful activities in the Puget Sound region, ones that you may want to participate in. We'll focus on how adult beginners can comfortably get into all of these activities. You'll learn a lot about how you can get active. Be sure to listen. That's Get Active with me, Pat Pauly, at 12 noon each Tuesday on Alternative Talk. 1150. This is Julie Forbes, dog training, behavior, and nutrition specialist and owner of Sensitive Dog, thoughtful guidance for you and your dog. If your dog needs basic obedience training, a behavior evaluation, or food consultation, I can help you. Call me at 206-372-7399 or visit my website, www.sensitivedog.com. I teach group obedience classes, in-home lessons, and evaluations, and a two-week intensive training program called Higher Education. Again, I'm Julie Forbes. Seattle's Dog Behavior Training and Nutrition Specialist, www.sensitivedog.com. Made fresh each day for you. Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. Doggy wills and doggy won't. Do the doggy bang. Do the doggy bang. Doggy do's and doggy don't. Doggy wills and doggy you know you want to do it. Do the doggy bang. Welcome back to The Dog Show with Julie Forbes. And we are back in the second half of the show <laughs> and I certainly did butcher her last name at the end of the last segment. Donna Sahelvo with Pets Best Insurance. Welcome to the show, Donna. Thanks, Julie. I'm glad to be here. Now, we're going to be talking about pet insurance, which I haven't really done. Um, I have not interviewed anybody about this in 240 episodes now. So I'm really excited to have you on and to have Pets Best Insurance on to talk about the industry and just give people some information about what it's all about. And I will say, uh, Sierra Roycer, who I just talked with in the first half of the show with Chase Away Canine Cancer, I think it was off the air when she said this, but she said pet insurance is a great thing. She said she uh, was very thankful to have it and and um, she gave a really great plug for it. So wanted to pass that along too. So Donna, um, you know, as far as the insurance industry, I mean, I think most people are familiar with, you know, our health insurance. And so when we, you know, for people, and so when we think about pet insurance, it's like, okay, well, I kind of get the concept, I think. But can you tell us from your expertise, what, you know, how does pet insurance work what does it cover, you know, all that information? Sure. Um, pet insurance is uh, really there to help protect your pets against unexpected illnesses and accidents, such as broken legs, cancer, allergies, um, diabetes. So it is there to protect the health of your pet, but it's very different from human health insurance in that it's an indemnity policy. So what that means is that people will pay their veterinarian up front for the cost, and then we will reimburse the pet owners for uh, a portion of their veterinary bill. And typically, they have an annual deductible to meet with us, and we'll reimburse up to 100% of the veterinary bill after they meet that annual deductible. Got it. So is it the kind of... Um, so so the the person pays the vet bill and then do they would the individual then contact 
their pet insurance company Correct. for the reimbursement? Exactly. That's exactly how it works. Okay. So they would fill out a simple claim form, send us their claim form with their invoice, and we'll reimburse them. And what's nice about Pep's Best is that we do our best to reimburse our customers as quickly as possible. And in most cases, we're processing claims in two business days or less with the option for direct deposit. So customers are getting their money back into their account even before they see that credit card bill if they're having to put that um, unexpected veterinary bill on their credit card. Great. So it's a quick turnaround. Mm -hmm. So what are the types of things that... um, that you, know, you said it's more, it would be more equivalent to like a catastrophic health, human health insurance plan where it's really covering sort of those unexpected, large, um, large bill type things. Mm-hmm. Not so much like you get, uh, you know, your annual exam, copay. It's not anything like that. Sure. It, that's exactly right. Uh, pet insurance is really designed for those unexpected illnesses or accidents that you're pets are going to run into and that they're they're inevitable. But we also do offer an optional plan for wellness coverage to help pay for those expected veterinary bills. So the annual exams, the vaccines and whatnot. But pet insurance really is there and designed for those unexpected um, accidents and illnesses that your pets are going to get. And our data shows that two out of three pets at some point in their lifetime are going to have an unexpected uh, accident or illness. Yeah. And it, it's not just the catastrophic things. It's everyday things like allergies, which can require daily medications. And what a lot of pet owners and what a lot of first-time pet owners don't realize is how expensive veterinary care can be because veterinary care has advanced so much over the years. Yeah. So even just treating a common allergy can cost anywhere from 1000 to $2,500 a year for annual checkups and daily medication. Mm. So that brings up a really good point about kind of the different uh, potential needs, I guess, for coverage, because like, okay, let's say somebody's dog has an, an, an incident where they, like you said, maybe broke their leg or or something like that. Um, now, would it also cover something like an, a surgery to remove an obstruction? Absolutely. Okay. Uh, so it would absolutely. And dogs, especially labs, are notorious for eating rocks and everything that they shouldn't be eating. So that's probably one of our most common accident claims is what we call a foreign body ingestion. Mm. Yeah. And having, you know, having something obstructed in their um, in their digestive system. Yeah, I know we've had uh, we had a cloth ball the size of a plum removed from our female cattle dog's stomach. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's just like, well, how the heck did you swallow that in the first place? You know, how did it get there? But, um, you know, we're certainly familiar with that. So you have your your like, you know, hopefully one time costly event like an obstruction removal or dealing with a broken leg. Or would it also be like if, if a dog blew out a knee or something other like something like that, too? Yes, it would. Um, which is you know, as in humans, dogs do get uh, ACL injuries as well, and that's a very common injury in dogs, especially larger breeds. And we absolutely cover everything from the surgery down, right down to the physical therapy and, mm. and rehab for that pet um, following that orthopedic surgery. Mm-hmm. So it's very comprehensive coverage. Yeah, and what is it like? Um, do you, what do you do about? 
pre-existing conditions and that whole conversation, like if somebody signs up for pet insurance and then how long is there a sort of a time line where like where it has to be, you know, certain things that you have to wait six months or like how does that compare to like human insurance? Sure. That's a great question. So this is uh, one of the ways that pet insurance difference differs from human health insurance that we do not cover pre-existing conditions that are chronic and ongoing. But if it's something that can be cured and it happens again later in life, good examples of that are broken legs or things like foreign body ingestion. So your dog eats right. something that they're not supposed to. If it happens again down the road, we're definitely going to cover that. But if they have a pre-existing condition like an allergy, those things, if they happen before they purchase the policy, are not going to be covered. So we evaluate evaluate it on a case-by-case basis, depending mm-hmm. on what that condition is. So, so, so how do you t- how do you know? Is there a certain um, process that somebody has to go through uh, with the you know their vet or something? to, you know, if I'm like, oh, well, I want to sign up for pet insurance, like what would be the sort of sorts of things, like how would you guys know if a dog already had this or, you know, do you look at vet records or how does that work? Absolutely. And it's going to differ from company to company, but the way we do it is when somebody enrolls, we ask them to disclose any known or existing conditions that they know are going on with their pet. And then when they go and file that first claim, we'll take a look at the type of condition it is, how long they've had their policy, and then from there, decide if we need medical records to determine whether or not it was a pre-existing condition. So it's going to vary on a case-by-case basis. Mm. So well, you mentioned allergies. So let's, <clears throat> let's assume, okay, it's definitely not pre-existing. Somebody's had pet insurance, and two years later their dog develops, you know, allergies and requires or some autoimmune disease and and requires sort of regular care. How does the insurance cover that versus a one-time event like an obstruction removal where you're reimbursing the cost of one thing that's over and hopefully doesn't happen again as opposed to something else that's diagnosed that requires maybe routine routine visits to manage? They really wouldn't work any different. They wouldn't differ in how we would treat those claims. So as soon as they have that expense, they can submit the claim to us, and then we would reimburse them for the cost as they incur. As they occur. So if they're if they have a one-time event during the year, or if they have an ongoing issue, they can submit those claims to us as they as they go and see their vet and have those veterinary expenses. Okay, and it's um. The kind of thing, is there a, a maximum, a dollar amount per year that, that like a maximum payout amount? Yes, there is. And it depends. And we have a lot of great options for pet owners to choose from, mm-hmm. depending on what their pet's needs are and what their budget levels are. So with our plans, they can choose anywhere from five up to $20,000 per year in coverage for their pet. Mm-hmm. And so just like with human insurance, you can choose the different different levels of coverage, and then that would affect a monthly payment. Exactly. And they can choose if they want a low deductible or a high deductible, or if they want a lower percentage reimbursement or as high as 100% reimbursement. 
So there's a lot of range of options yeah. for as much coverage as they need, and they can customize a plan that's going to meet their monthly budget. Mm-hmm. Well, it seems like, um, well, how long has pet insurance been around? I mean, it's definitely been relatively recent, but when was it that the first, kind of the first one started? Do you know? Well, yes, it's been, pet insurance in the United States has been around for just over 30 years. 30 years, really? 30 years, exactly. Yes. And actually, the president and founder of Pets Best Insurance started the very first pet health insurance company back in 1982. Wow. And he actually sold the very first pet insurance policy in the U.S. to Lassie. To but, Lassie? Yes. No way. Yes. <laughs> so Lassie was the first dog in the U.S. to be insured, and Jack started Pets Best Insurance in 2005, so we've been selling policies um, since 2005. So Pets Best Insurance was founded in 2005 by the doctor who founded the first pet insurance company in the U.S. and the first dog covered by pet insurance was Lassie. Yes, and I should take you back to why he started pet insurance. Let's okay. So hold that thought. We're going to take a quick break, and then when we come back, I want to talk about just that. So we're talking with Donna Sahalvo with Pets Best Insurance, and I look forward to hearing that story when we come back from a quick break. You're listening to the Dog Show with Julie Forbes. When your dog or cat is sick, you go to the vet. But sometimes they need more advanced care with a veterinary specialist. Hi, I'm Dr. Beth Davidow with Animal Critical Care and Emergency Services. Veterinary specialists receive more than 10,000 hours of extra training in dedicated fields like radiology, surgery, cardiology, oncology, and more. If your pet is facing a complicated health issue, it may be best to see a specialist. Talk to your veterinarian about the appropriate time for referral. To learn more about access and our specialists, visit criticalcarevets.com. This is Julie Forbes, dog training, behavior, and nutrition specialist and owner of Sensitive Dog, thoughtful guidance for you and your dog. If your dog needs basic obedience training, a behavior evaluation, or food consultation, I can help you. Call me at 206-372-7399 or visit my website, www.sensitivedog.com. I teach group obedience classes, in-home lessons, and evaluations, and a two-week intensive training program called Higher Education. Again, I'm Julie Forbes, Seattle's dog behavior training and nutrition specialist, www.sensitivedog.com. Natural Pet Pantry is Seattle's original source for wholesome dog and cat meals, offering eight different proteins to accommodate your pet's dietary needs. Made locally using all U.S. sourced ingredients, their freshly ground stews, raw or cooked, can be purchased from their Burien shop, most independent pet supply stores, or delivered right to your home. Natural Pet Pantry will even work with your vet to custom blend a prescription diet for your pet's unique needs. Go to naturalpetpantry.com for more information. Natural Pet Pantry. It just makes sense. Clear, clean, and crisp. Check us out in digital quality sound on FM 98.9 HD3. Alternative Talk 1150. Ooh, 
Welcome back to The Dog Show. And we are back with Donna Sihelvo with Pets Best Insurance, talking about pet insurance in general, and now talking about um, the the founder of Pets Best, Dr. Jack Stevens, who's the who's the veterinarian who actually started the first pet insurance um, company in the world, in the U.S. In the U.S. In the U.S. And uh, you mentioned in the at the end of the last segment that actually Lassie was the first dog that took out an insurance policy, which is very interesting. Mm-hmm. So why did Dr. Jack Stevens start pet insurance in the first place? Well, he started pet insurance because of a little dog named Buffy. And Buffy was a dog that he had uh, had seen in his veterinary clinic. A woman and her daughter brought in their dog, Buffy, to be treated by Jack. And Jack presented them with a diagnosis and a treatment option. And because of the cost of the treatment option, unfortunately, the family had chosen to euthanize the pet because Mm. they couldn't afford the treatment for Buffy. Mm. And a couple of weeks later, Jack and his wife ran into the woman and her daughter at the grocery store, and the woman asked her little girl if she remembered Dr. Jack, and she replied, yes, he's the man that killed my dog. And which was very difficult and shocking and heart-wrenching for Dr. Stevens because he became a veterinarian to help pets and to heal pets, and that was very difficult for him. And from that moment on, he vowed never again to euthanize another pet due to cost, and he would work and do whatever he needed to do to help pet owners afford the necessary veterinary care for their pets. So he set on his quest to establish the first pet insurance company in the U.S., and really his his mission, his goal, his dedication to saving pets and helping pet owners has continued on with Pets Best, and we're a pretty passionate group here at Pets Best, um, and we really view ourselves as a pet health company, not an insurance company, mm. to help pet owners and um, help them give their pets longer, happier, healthy lives. Mm-hmm. Well, it's, it's a great story. I mean, it really personalizes a rather, I think, impersonal association that people have with insurance in general. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that's it's such a. I mean, gosh, that would be so hard as as a vet to ha- say, "Hey, this is this is what's going on, and this is what it what it's going to take to make this pet better," and then to have the family be like, "We just don't have the money," mm-hmm. and to kind of be like, "Oh." You know, and then to have to to have to euthanize an animal as a result of that, I can appreciate how how really hard that would be, and and how wonderful it is that he was like, okay, well, I'm going to do something about it. Mm-hmm. Little Buffy, uh, what kind of dog was Buffy? Do you know? I don't know. I don't recall what kind of dog uh, Buffy was. Cute, cute little name. So, Pets Best Insurance. the The website is petsbest.com. I have a link to it on our homepage, which is dogradioshow.com. Um, also on our Facebook page, uh, check us out, The Dog Show with Julie Forbes on Facebook, and become a part of the conversation in between our live shows every Wednesday at 2. And Pets Best Insurance is also on Facebook. You can find them there as well. So tell me what does what separates, you know, aside from the owner and founder's experience as the 
you know, founder of pet insurance in this country back in the 80s. Um, you know, what what are some of the benefits of Pets Best Insurance as opposed to some of the other companies that are out there? There are now, you know, several. Yes, there are several companies out there and a lot of choices out there for companies. But we strive to make our plans simple and easy for customers to understand and offer really robust and comprehensive coverage. So we have really great plans that are going to offer up to 100% coverage. But where I think we really stand apart is in our service that we provide to our customers in turning around those claims as quickly as possible for them and providing them with top-notch customer care and compassionate service and also creating a community for our customers where we're providing them with good information on pet health tips and things like that. So we have a pretty loyal uh, customer base, and we really strive to provide our customers not only the insurance service, but everything that goes along with that. Mm. And I imagine it's a, you know, it's quite a bit of um, educational information that you provide your your clients um, through your website. I saw that you had some, you know, in, interesting articles about various health-related things and and like you said, really a, a focus on health. It's not so much, I mean, it, it is an insurance company, but that you really focus on the health of pets. Exactly. Yeah. And the website is petsbest.com. Um, and I really like how you can really tailor a plan to what makes the most sense for your budget, for your monthly budget. Are they all structured in a monthly payment or can, are there different option, options in how you structure? Like where you, can you just pay the the yearly up front or is it all just structured as a monthly payment? We are, can be as flexible as, uh, as need be. We, customers can pay monthly, quarterly, or annually. And we also offer multiple pet discounts. So there's a lot of different options for customers. So that brings up something interesting because we have multiple pets. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's that is something that you factor in as well, that there's multi pet discounts. And you um, do you insure, I assume, dogs and cats? Do you insure other animals or is it dogs and cats? Just dogs and cats. Yeah. I don't know much about exotic or other animal, you know, vet you know, hamster insurance or something probably probably wouldn't necessarily be worth it. But um, just I don't know what what all is involved in if there's many surgeries <laughs> that happen on those types of animals. But I know of people who, you know, are really into their like ferrets or rats or whatever. Um, so dogs and cats, multi-pet discount. Um, do you have a sense or there's statistics about how much on average people save who have, you know, used their insurance policy well, in terms of, I can tell you that on average, if you look at any of these studies out there, I think on average, the house, an average household in the United States is going to pay um, anywhere, I think it's around between three and $400 a year in annual veterinary care. And we took a look at the customers who filed claims last year, and they spent, you know, well over twice that much. We're seeing on average our customers are that are filing claims are filing about $1,700 a year in veterinary costs. So what insurance is really going to do for those pet owners is increase their benefits. 
spending power at the veterinary office. Mm. It's also going to be able to allow them to work with their veterinarian to choose the best treatment options for their pets without having to worry about what that price tag is. Yeah. And that is a kind of another angle on it, too, where it's, it's you know, if it's not so much in the cases where it's not an obstruction removal or something where it's a one-time event and this is what needs to happen and that's pretty much it, but where there might be different options, like, okay, well, a, a dog or cat's diagnosed with a certain condition, there's different options for treatment and it would enable the pet owner to really choose potentially the the most um you know the highest level of care because they have the support of the pet insurance exactly and what yeah. we can also do is pre-authorize claims for pet owners so they know exactly how much mm. can get covered and mm. how much will reimburse yeah well very interesting um thank you so much for your time today again the website for pets best insurance is petsbest.com I have a link to it on our homepage and on our Facebook page, dogradioshow.com. All of our now 240 episodes are archived on our website and on iTunes as a free audio podcast, in addition to our live shows every Wednesday at 2 here on Alternative Talk, AM 1150, and Blog Talk Radio. I wanted to just send a shout-out to our partners uh, who we love, of course, the Natural Pet Pantry, who've been with us since the beginning, naturalpetpantry.com and our two of our newest partners, Access Animal Critical Care and Emergency Services here in Seattle, um, interviewed the medical director last week. It was a great interview. Congratulations again to them on their 10-year anniversary. And new chapter, Weddings and Events. Jenny Harding is a wedding and event planner, and she uh, coordinated our wedding, which was almost a year ago. It was excellent. If you're in the need of a wedding, in need of a wedding planner or event planner, check them out. Newchapterweddings.com, and again, Pets Best Insurance is uh, petsbest.com. Donna, thank you again for your time today. Thanks so much, Julie. You're welcome. All right, so next week we're going to be talking with Dr. Donna Kelleher, who's the author of The Proof Is in the Poodle. A book that I'm about halfway through now, and she's offering a uh, seminar at Seattle Veterinary Specialists in Kirkland, Saturday, October 19th from 9 to noon. I can't wait for this seminar. It's a huge opportunity for this community. Highly recommend that you attend this. Uh, Dr. Kelleher is brilliant. She's a holistic veterinarian, author of a book called The Proof is in the Poodle. It's an excellent book. I recommend it. Subject of the seminar, How to Achieve Wellness in Your Dog or Cat. Cost is only $40, and you can call the Natural Pet Pantry to register, and I have that information now on our homepage, dogradioshow.com. And that brings us to the end of this very enjoyable show. Look forward to next week's interview. Thanks for listening to The Dog Show with Julie Forbes. (music) 